You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Hey friends, welcome to American Sex, a podcast dedicated to normalizing conversations about pleasure and alternative sexual expression by challenging those puritanical backward ass ideals we have right here in the U.S. This is episode 83 of American Sex Podcast. I'm Sunny Megatron. And I am the love child of Santa Claus and the Sons of Anarchy, a.k.a. Ken Melvoinberg. Woohoo! We're sexuality educators, pleasure advocates, and kinky perverts, and we're married. This week's special guest is Mr. Lance Hart. Lance is one of the most prolific adult stars and multi-award-winning performers. He can master any role and has done it all from gay, straight, fetish, bi, trans, and everything in between. His first scene was for Sean Cody, and he went on to become one of their top contracted models. After that, he started his own fetish studio and produced clips and eventually went to found his current studio, Man Up Films and Sweet Femdom. Within 10 years of being an adult, Lance has worked with all the top studios, including Kink.com, Evil Angel, Icon Mail, Transerotica, Transsensual, Gender X, Fetish Force, Shh, Wasteland, Severe Sex Films. We love Severe Sex Films, by the way. And many, many more. He's an official spokesmodel for Playgirl and a brand spokesmodel for XR Brands. So American Fuckers, and you threw me when you were saying shh, the brand name Shh. I was like, why are we being quiet? <laughs> but <laughs> we don't have to be quiet. American fuckers, really, you're going to enjoy this episode. I certainly did. And I have to say this interview actually ended up going in a direction that I didn't quite expect, but I loved it nonetheless. I probably loved it more. If you are a straight identified guy that's had inklings of wanting to cross over to the buy side a little bit, or you're into submission that falls under the umbrella of female supremacy, you are going to love this episode. If you're in the adult industry, or like me, you simply just geek out on the business side of things, no matter what industry you're in, then you are going to get a lot out of this episode. And if you're interested in the porn industry, how people get into it, how performers with penises stay hard for a minimum eight hour shoot, that takes some talent, I'm telling you, um, how porn stars can consider themselves monogamous, but still fuck people at work that aren't their spouse, how consent works and doesn't work on porn sets. Well, keep listening because you're going to get all of that and more. But first, it's been a while since we've given away any sex toys. And you miss it, don't you? Well, guess what? We're going to make up for that in a huge way, thanks to Cal Exotics. The folks at Cal Exotics have sent us a huge box of sex toys and a little game show-esque spinning wheel with eight toys on it. We're going to select three toys and give them away on Instagram. So what, what do you think we should do? Okay, we got eight toys. We're going to give away three. What do you think? I'm thinking for the rest, maybe we should like send them out as random surprises to some of our Patreon folks. What do you think? Kevin? I think random surprises is a good thing. Yes. Yes. All let's, right. Let's do that. So, all right. All right here's how it's going to work. Um, first of all, let's let's see what the toys are. I want to spin have. though. You, oh, Ken wants to spin. Let I, me get these toys. Okay. Okay. Hold on. 
Hold on. Get the box of toys. We've got all sorts of stuff. Oh, they're all here. The the A toys. We've got the Dazzled, which is a really cool looking rabbit style vibrator. There is a California Dreaming, which is also a rabbit style or a dual stimulator with like this one has like little little ticklies. We've got the Slay, which is a mini wand. The Red Hot, which is oh. I gotta look at this one. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's um. Are you confused? No, or happy I'm not confused. I'm, I I'm all, I'm all. It's a G spot vibrator. Put but, it down so I can see it. But the way the curve is, it's just I'm looking at the grab. I gotta get the toy. Hold on, I gotta look at the actual toy. It's Hold a vibrator. On. Well, no shit, cat. <laughs> where is it? Where, where is it? I can't even find it. There's so many toys I can't even find it. But it's an interesting G-spot vibrator. We'll put it that way. There's a, a vibrating cock ring, a rechargeable one, uh, another impulse rabbit vibe, a Kegel training set, a wristband remote panty vibrator. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to spin this little game show wheel. And I'll put a picture of it on Instagram so you know what it looks like. And we're going to select three things that we're going to give away. And then I'll tell you how you enter to win. All right. You ready for me to spin? Yep. Do the first one, Can Ken. Yep. Ooh. Oh, it's right on the line. Hold on. We're bankrupt. I, I feel like this again. is Wheel of Fortune. There oh, we go. Solid. can I be Vanna White? Absolutely. Bling! The California Dreaming. That was my game show voice, Ken. I know. Okay, do it again. Okay, so, so California Dreaming is number one. Th- yep. Ooh, number two is the wristband remote wristband vibrator. Remote. Bling. I'm Vanna White. And the third one is the sleigh. Oh, what is the sleigh? Oh, it's the little mini vibe. Okay, so here's how you can win, because I know it's been a minute since we've given away stuff and you're sad. So two toys are going to be um, like tag your friends on Instagram, like that kind of post. They're going to be those kind of giveaways. So go to the contest post that I'm going to put up on my Sunny Megatron Instagram. It's just add tag Sunny Megatron. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. What you do is you tag in one friend in a comment you think would like to win one of the prizes. And you can comment as many times as you like with as many friends as you like. You just need to put one friend per comment. And then, okay, so that's two. I'm giving away two toys that way. The bonus entry, which one should it be? I think, I don't know, the wristband remote. We'll do the wristband remote one. The wristband remote. Here's how you, here's how you win that. Leave a review for American Sex Podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or any podcast player that you listen to. And if you happen to listen to one that doesn't allow reviews, leave us a review on our Facebook page. Take a screenshot of your review and post it to your Instagram account, tagging Sunny Megatron and American Sex Podcast. We will randomly select one of those reviews, and it could be a bad one-star review. We, we're not going to you know, discriminate. And uh, you can win the wristband remote. So there, we'll select the winners on Friday, April 26th, and good luck. All right, American fuckers, are you ready for the Scroonicorn himself, Lance Art? I am. Well, let's get ready. And by the way, I, I just have to say on a personal, Lance is amazing to work with. I just got to work with him on a mainstream film where him and I actually did a scene together. I was the cameraman and he was the big porn star. Really? I didn't yes. know you were in a scene together. Yeah, we were in a scene together. Oh, that's cool. I, I, I actually, it was him me and Axel Braun. What? Yep. What? Yep. All right. So uh, enjoy Lance Hart. 
today's guest, I've been really looking forward to this, actually since the beginning of the time that we've had this podcast, because he does stuff in porn that I would say nobody else matches his efficacy in what he does. He's, I, in fact, he, I've read articles where he called himself a scrunicorn because he has sex with men. He has sex with women. He does amazing kink porn. He does all sorts of fetish stuff. I think I first became aware of Mr. Lance Hart, uh, like watching some kink.com videos. And then I had the pleasure of actually working with him on a mainstream film recently. So Lance, thank you for coming on the podcast today. Hey, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Hey, Lance. Hey, so, um, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, I'm, uh, so I'm currently in my home office with, uh, my girl cat. We have, we have four cats. Wait, wait, hold on. Stop. Hold yeah. up. Do you call your cat girl cat? No, her name's baby cat. Okay. Cause we yes, actually have a cat that we call girl, girl cat. cat. <laughs> I was like, Ooh, our stars are aligning. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. So her name's, her name's baby cat and she is very sweet, but she pretty much only hangs out with me and now Charlotte, my wife. Because uh, Charlotte's been living with us for you know three years, so now she'll she'll hang out with Charlotte, but she's very shy. But Dad's home, so and no one else is home, so she's like sitting right next to the mouse on the desk. So that's good. And there's three other boy cats running around doing crazy shit in the house, and that's good. And uh, so that's my current status. But we, <laughs> uh, yeah, I make I make porn. I've been making porn for eleven years, and um, I started in. Uh, well, my very first clip was with my now really good friend, Lexi Sandell. Um, she just needed a sub for like a CBT thing. And um, I was like, had always jerked off to like uh, girls, hot girls doing mean stuff to boys balls, you know? Yeah. Um, but I hadn't tried it. I never just, you know, made it through all the schools without getting kicked in the balls, whatever. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> never, never really had that experience, but for whatever fuck, you know, kinks are, they just kind of happen um, with no explanation sometimes. So I just had this fantasy about hot girls kicking me in the balls and stuff. And, um, and anyway, I had gone to like, I, I was broke uh, back then. So um, I wanted to go see a dominatrix, but I couldn't afford it. And I didn't want to waste anyone's time. Anyway, I replied to an ad like, Hey, we need a guy for a video. And, uh, it happened to be an hour from where I lived. And, um, and I was like, what? And it was crazy. Cause at the time I was broke, but I was insanely busy. I never had more than two hours off. I mean, I was just constantly hustling to try to not be broke. And, um, uh, I happened to everything I had going on that night had canceled. So I was like, well, this is like meant to be. You know what I mean? <laughs> I gotta go get tortured by this hot lady with big boobs. So, um, <laughs> so I showed up and it was, it's funny. Lexi wasn't there yet, but this other lady was. And the other lady was, uh, in retrospect, maybe not like the coolest about, uh, protocol, just, you know, uh, consent and all that stuff. Right. And, um, so I just basically got like molested on set before Lexi got there. And then Lexi got there and she's cool as fuck. So everything got cool. You know what I mean? But, but, the other lady was just just lame. So um, so I went away from that thinking, maybe I'm not into that. You know what I mean? And it's funny because Alexi, I was wearing a mask the whole time. So she didn't know, like, my face was blue. I was shaking. You know what I mean? It was, like, totally oh. freaking out. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so she didn't know that. And so we took the mask off. And then Lexi's like, holy crap, are you okay? Oh, my God. Please don't think we're psychos. I'm not a psycho. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I felt so bad for it. Looking back, I know... I, I've never been in that situation, but I can imagine what it's like to suddenly be associated with a scene that's like that bad. 
you know, yeah, <laughs> and you're yeah. like, oh God, get me away from this. No, no, I'm not like this. I swear, you know what I mean. So uh, moving on, I I stayed. So I was turned off from anything kinky for like probably a year and a half. I just wasn't. All those like fantasies I had kind of died. Yeah, like they went away, and I just jerked off to like whatever you know, hot chicks on the internet. You know what I mean? Like whatever. And um, and then. Uh, I got off. I was broke still. I, I struggled with um, finding my way with jobs. I went to college, did everything. I mean, I had like 40 jobs before I started porn. And um, long story short, I got laid off three times in, in a year uh, from tech you know, companies. And, right. Uh, is when the tech crash was happening. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I, was, I had good jobs. I mean, I, in theory, I made 120000 a year, but I you know, got laid off every two months. So, <laughs> so like it wasn't, uh, so I was just always like, Oh, I can finally pay everything off and like get back on my feet. Oh fuck. You know, here we go again. So, um, that was going on and I never took a day off. I mean, if I got fired or laid off, I would go pick up a rake and go rake leaves door to door or I do landscaping or painting houses or what, whatever I could do. So I'm on back page. Um, this is 11 years ago and uh, looking for anything, any kind of sidekick. And I see one for modeling and it says not runway. And I'm like, well, I'm not tall enough for runway, but maybe I could do like, a, I don't know. Maybe they need like a, whatever, like a hat model for a stupid thing. You know, like, I don't know what the fuck it is. I was like, yeah, I'll try it. You know, I'll send some pics. So I sent in some pics. As it turns out, that was Sean Cody, a gay porn company. And, um, and they were awesome. And, uh, of course, I was scared. I didn't know anything about it. I was in D.C. They're in San Diego. So this is like a long flight. Um, and they just wanted me to jerk off uh, in a jerk off clip. for, mm-hmm. And it was $1,800. Oh, wow. Uh, they paid for all the travel, the hotel, uh, haircut, um, everything. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. Like wardrobe. This is back 11 years ago. So shit was a little different. And, yeah. Um, and so... I didn't tell anybody until I'm like get about to board the plane. I call one really, really trusted friend and I'm like, Hey, I just need someone to know kind of like where I'm at. (laughs) Safe call. I'm about to go do some gay porn with this company. I have, I need the money, honestly, but it sounds awesome. All I do is jerk off. I do that all the time for free. It's 1800, you know, and he was like, Oh my God, San Diego. That's so close to Tijuana. You're going to get abducted. You know, how people react. Right. And And at uh, the time you considered yourself straight, right? Yeah. So this time, was like a huge departure for you. Yeah, it was different. So, and I had had, like, I was, I've been sober a really long time. So at this point, I was, uh, it had been like maybe nine years since I had a drink or a drug. But way back when I was drinking, I would find, when I was drunk, I would find myself wanting to hook up with like a guy and a girl. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I, now we call it queer. Right. right. But we didn't have that term. And, you know, most people didn't have that term until maybe two years ago. Honestly. Right. Like that was like, oh, so you're bi. Well, I don't know. I don't really. At the time, I don't want to fuck a guy. I don't want to fuck a guy if there's a girl there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to like, if there's boobs involved, then yeah. I want to stick <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you know, and trans women, fuck yeah, I want to do that. You know what I mean? But I don't want to like, I don't know. Because guys, at the, you know, now it's, it's evolved more. Where, right. like, there's some guys who I'm, like, totally turned on by on their own. You know, I'm just picky, I guess, with dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, totally, I, I wouldn't say, so whatever you call that, that's queer, right? So, at the time, though, I just put did what all dudes do, and I, or we're all straight-ish dudes do. I just pushed that down. You know what I mean? If I was right. jerking off to some big dicks or whatever, 
uh, as soon as I came, I would close the browser, clear the history. That didn't happen. You know what I mean? And it wasn't like, <laughs> and it wasn't like on purpose. I wasn't conscious of it. I only became aware of it the next time I'd be jerking off to the same stuff or fantasizing about the same stuff. I'd be like, I've been here before. And then after a bunch of times, like, huh, maybe I've been just some dicks. Nah, but I don't know. I, guys, I don't, I don't like guys, hairy legs. And I don't like, you know, the way guys smell. And I don't, you know, all that stuff. So right. confused, but I never put much weight in it. I know so many guys that are like, does this mean I'm gay? Oh my God. Ah, and they freak out. I was just kind of like, eh, whatever. You know, like I never really cared about that shit. But anyway, so I ended up working for Sean Cody. They were amazing. The most ethical and upfront, awesome company you could ask for. And, um, and they make a, a business, at least at the time, out of hiring guys who've never done porn before and putting them in a contract so no one else can shoot the same guy. Ah. Like that was their model. So they get guys that look like Abercrombie models that most of them are pretty straight and get them to do like really hardcore, super sexy, glamorous gay scenes with like huge dicks and like hard fucking, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And uh, makes a lot of money. You know what I mean? It's great. Um, but that meant that they had to get really good at like onboarding people, you know, like, okay, honey, this is how you clean your butt, you know, and this is how you, ah. okay, like this is, uh, it looks like you can kind of suck a dick, but let me... You got, and they wouldn't, they weren't hands on. They were never touchy, but they right. would walk us through like, this is how you porn. You know what I mean? Huh. And like that, di- like the first dick that later, so I did that one scene and then it was a two year contract. So my next scene, you could only do a jerk off scene once for them. The rest are all anal. Mm-hmm. And uh, they asked if I wanted the top or bottom. And I was like, uh, I guess bottom. Cause I didn't, I was scared. I wouldn't be able to perform like, oh. uh, like stay hard while fucking a dude. This is also where condom scenes. And, okay. um, and I was like, I don't know if I can, I know I can jerk off, get myself hard in like 10 seconds every time. But once I put the condom on and then I stick it in like some big muscle man's butt, am I going to stay hard? You know right. what I mean? Right. You know, Especially like, for the amount of time that you're going to have to. Yeah. Cause these erect. are, these are like nine hour shoots. You know what I mean? <gasps> so you're, you're stopping. And That's like the whole Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> these are long cause they're really glamorous. They get everything perfect and they reshoot a lot of stuff. And I mean, it's beautiful porn. So, uh, so I was like, Oh, bottom. That's cool. And, uh, so the first guy that put me with was, um, uh, Josh was his, uh, Sean Cody name and super sweet surfer dude. Uh, straight guy. He had got a girl pregnant uh, when he was like 19. Now he's 20. You know what I mean? So he's mm-hmm. like, just needs money. He lives in San Diego. And um, huge dick. I mean, big. Like, I don't know if it was big as Dread, but it was big. Wow. Like, we're talking massive fucking. Like, like a baby's arm with an apple on the yeah, end. Yeah. Like, like, like legendary large dick. Like, if he kept stayed in porn, he would be known as like the legendary big dick guy. You know what I mean? And, um, it was huge, just so big around, you know, and uh, total pervert. So he's rock hard as if he's taking Trinox the entire time. Were you, know you terrified? I mean? Like that was your first. Yeah. So they were, they, they were like, look, if you can't do this, it's totally okay. We, we were supposed to put you with another guy. He canceled. This is the only other guy we can get. Uh, no harm, no foul. We'll fly home the kill fee. You know what I mean? But you should try. And I was like thinking, and it was 3000 bucks if I finished the scene and the kill fee was probably like 300 bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I had already moved the world to get out to San Diego for two days. You know what I mean? So I'm like, and I need that 3000 bucks. I got to pay bills. I got to catch up on debts and stuff. You know, I'm like, no, I'm doing this shit. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's no fucking way around it. We're going to, we're going to make it happen. And, um, 
and we did. And it was just, uh, it was really hard. It hurt really bad. It tore my ass. Uh, but it was also enjoyable in a lot of ways. So how was it enjoyable? Um, well, it was, the guy was super cool and we connected in this new way that never connected to another man before, which was, uh, not sexually, but just this bonding, like, like I'd imagine maybe like pro fighters or military people bond, you know what I mean? Like we're doing an insane physical activity together and, um, and it's a hundred percent teamwork. We both got to be lifting at the same time, doing all the same shit. And, uh, it's not over until we both finish, you know what I mean? Like we are like on the same team a hundred percent and it's hard, man. And it's like, so you just, and we were joking around and he was as kind as you could be and, um, patient. And, uh, so I get through the scene and, um, and, and I'm thinking like, holy shit, I hope that was okay. And then after the director and the owner of the company, like find me and pull me aside and they're like, Hey, we just want to let you know that's one of the best scenes we've ever shot. And normally those things take nine hours. This took four Ooh. and you're amazing. And I was like, wait, really? Like, what? And like, I'm good at this. Holy shit. And, um, so, and, and keep in mind, I'm a software consultant, software salesman for like B2B sales at the time. And, um, <laughs> and I'm like doing, I'm selling like, Salesforce, if you know what that is, to like mm-hmm. big, big companies yeah. or uh, data to data centers, like uh, oh, not yeah. data, but um, uh, you know the internet, like the actual right. internet. Like I'm selling the fiber, and I worked for Koji Communications for a while, so like they own most of the internet, and I just you know this is like big wear suit, fucking eight a.m. sales meetings every day, big boy sales jobs, and um, and I'm not getting any recognition there. You know, right. what I mean? like I'm walk, I'm like constantly my suits, my suits a little dirty. And I don't know if I have lunch money, you know what I mean? And like, uh, um, I'm not really closing as many deals as the other guys or, uh, I'm just not doing great. Right. You know what I mean? And, um, just really had nowhere in my life other than I was staying sober that like was looking good. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I had a lot of friends. I mean, so many friends. I mean, so I had good relationships in my life, but, uh, as far as like accomplishments, I had like, we would say zero. But that right, you know, what little I mean? did you know yeah. you had this hidden talent under yeah. your slightly and, dirty suit. And you yeah, know, it's funny. You actually have the reputation of being the biggest sweetheart in all porn today. Like you are just an amazing oh, guy. So nice I always hear really, really great things about you. Like nobody talks smack about you. There's no drama about you. Um, everybody, whether it's you on the production side of things or the performer side of things, I've only heard amazing stuff. Well, that's so nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's. I mean, I think it's important to me to keep. Um, keep out of the drama and help, um, you know, help mitigate it. And because this is my, the porn industry, that's my people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if there's strife in my, within my people, uh, I can't, I'm not saving the whales. I can't go like, Hey guys, everybody get along. <laughs> but, um, there's things you can do to help, you know what I mean? And that's, uh, super important to me to like, uh, be a, a positive force, you know? And it's not out of like virtue. Like I'm not like, Oh, I'm such a nice guy. I just do that. Cause I'm great. You well, know, it's, it's, it, I get something back from that. Like, you, I, you know what I though, there, 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 that kind of dovetails into a question I wanted to ask you about. And forgive me if this information isn't current, but I was, when we were doing some research on you, one of the most amazing things that I saw was that you launched a platform for amateurs to make their own porn better. So you're helping them with like lighting positions and editing and that kind of thing. Can you talk a little bit about that? 
Sure. So that was uh, pervout.com. Um, and it was, so basically what happened, so uh, did the two-year contract with Sean Cody, made a bunch of money, it's great. Uh, but it's because it's an isolated company. Um, and Twitter wasn't that much of a thing 11 yeah. years ago for porn. Uh, no one knew who I was, even though I was like a Sean Cody star. I wasn't a porn star, right? right. So uh, back, I moved to Florida. I'm making my own porn at this point. Now I'm making femdom shit. I'm, you know, pretty girls kicking me in the balls, fucking the strap on, jerking me off. Uh, I really like to dress girls up in like leotards and pantyhose and come on them, um, <laughs> which is like, and yoga pants and, you know, tight stuff and mm-hmm. come on them. You know what I mean? That's like just what, uh, uh, why not? Right. So I'm shooting that in some gay porn too. And uh, it, it, I wasn't making, if you looked at the film, you would say, this is shit film. Right. But it was making money. It was making more money than I ever made in my life. And, um, very quickly, like within two weeks of starting my first clips for sale, I think I was in the top 50, like the bottom of it on clips for sale. Wow. Which if you know, Holy about clips shit. For sale, that's, there's, that's really impressive. Yeah. There's like two, however many fucking people on, um, you know, making clips and, um, the people I knew in Tampa that had clips for sale stores, none of them had ever been in the top 50. So they were like, and they've been doing it for years. They're like, how did you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. I just looked at the, I, I, so I started showing people like how I was uh, tracking categories and trends and um, how the system works. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I don't know how I knew that, but I just kind of, maybe from my other, like having 40 other weird jobs. Like, yeah. It's gotta be, it's gotta be your business background. Like I have a business something. background and yeah. it's amazing the things you can apply to an yeah. adult that you don't even realize. You don't even, it's the weird yeah, it's trends and uh, keeping like like I from my first day making clips, I kept track of my cost per clip, and I just can't you know in business you come up with stupid uh, right. acronyms and, yeah. and spreadsheets, of course. Yeah, spreadsheets. Yeah. So so I had my my uh, CPCs, my cost per clip, and I so I would be like, well, they're like, I'm not making a profit, my friends, and I'm like, well, what's your CPC? And they're like, CPC. I'm like, sorry, cost per clip, and they're like, cost per clip. What do you mean? And I'm like, okay, when you hire someone, what? How much does that cost? And how many clips are you getting out of that? Like how many units, you know, what's your cost per unit? And they're like, what? (laughs) Like, holy (laughs) shit. Okay. Oh God. Like if you don't know how much it costs you to make your product and then do an inventory on what your product is, what are you doing? Right. (laughs) It was kind of what I was thinking. And, um, but these are my people in Tampa that I've started to become really good friends with. And they're in my scenes. I'm in their scenes. And, um, it became, it was, it was honestly self-serving to help them succeed better because the better, like if every one of them that quit their day job because their clip, st- clip store is now making 10000 a month, um, now that's a person I can trade shoot with pretty much any time I want. Right. Because they don't have a day job. Yeah. Or uh, now when I show up at their place to shoot, they have their own lights, they have more outfits, now they're hiring a camera guy too. When they come to my house... Um, same thing. We're all helping each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they're in my, I mean, it's teamwork. They're in my clip. I'm in their clip. If they're not making money, um, then it's, I'm, I'm taking advantage of people. Right. And that never works out. Right. Ever. You know what I mean? So I was like, all right, so let's just show. So I started showing people how to do it. And then they were all getting in the top 50 and um, like clockwork, like all of them. And then I was like, okay, that's super cool. And then I started to kind of get like a little selfish attitude. Like, I'm not making any money anymore from like helping these people. Like, okay, we shoot the same stuff. Now my sales are lower and I help. Uh, uh, 
this is cool, but ah. So I was like, wait a minute. And everybody said they wanted their own website. And I was like, yeah, no, we need our own website because when you drive traffic to a clip store, whether it's clips for sale, mini vids, I want clips, um, the traffic, there's leakage is, mm-hmm. is what you call it, where you, you tweet a link, someone clicks on the link, they go to see your clip, you hope they're going to buy your clip, and then, and then it also says, see other clips. Right. And then they go buy from someone else, and then you just spent effort or money on driving traffic, but someone else made money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't work. It works for the owner of that clip company. Right. Right. So, so I was like, okay, what if we all had our own sites and it was on a new network, but there's no leakage. Like it did not link out to anything else. It was a one way shoot. So on the main page, there's all the clips and everybody's clips and ways to advertise everybody's shit. Just like many vids on one clip, like the main page of all those things. But once you're on a clip store, you're on that domain. Like there's no, uh, clips for sale slash four, six, one, four, four. It's just sweetfemdom.com. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, and everybody was like, yeah, I want that. Okay, cool. So, uh, so I built it and it was like a massive pain in the ass. I, I had a, I hired, uh, I tried to do it on my own, got hung up with a lot of the database stuff mm-hmm. and which is hard for me. And, um, so I started working with, uh, Indians and, uh, outsourcing on Odesk and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, got burned by like three companies in a row who mm-hmm. like, Took six, you know, five to ten thousand bucks up front, and then never oh, finished no. the project. Or, oh. you know, they string you along if you've ever done this before, and right. then you, say, you know, oh look, it's almost done. They show you a, a dev dot whatever link, and mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, okay, they're making progress, but and then they just drop it and never finish it. Um, and so that kept happening, and then eventually, after a lot of developers, like four or five, and a lot of money, pervout.com was finally launched, and then. Uh, my friend Michael, who owns Primal Productions, mm-hmm. he was one of the first uh, users of it. And um, and we're good friends. We started actually making clips in his garage together, like after my Sean Cody stuff. I met oh, him. Wow. And so we, we go way back. And um, he's actually, he's a badass. Now he's currently the top earner on Clips for Sale. I mean, he's, and he's, he has been wow. for three years, I think, straight. I mean, the dude's killing. Like he makes six figures a month. You know Damn. what I mean? Like gross. Gross from that. Damn, but still, wow. that's... that's uh, Pretty good for fucking a clip guy from Florida. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and, and he goes to AVN and no one knows who the fuck he is, right? And he's like, could buy and sell literally anyone there. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you don't know who I am? Uh, I'll pay you $10,000 to shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, he could, <laughs> he, he could, he's, not, he's not like that, but he could be. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. crazy. But that's porn for you. You know what I mean? It's just different now. So anyway, Michael got on my... Uh, on Pervout, immediately started making pretty good money. Like if the key was doing three thousand a month off Pervout, and um, my sweet femdom and man up together was doing like three or five thousand a month, um, mm-hmm. and um, and it was working. So I was like, "Holy shit, we got a thing! It works! Wow!" And we're uh, it had an affiliate program, um, so we could use uh, Pornhub and all the affiliate stuff that big boy companies use, right? And uh, which is something many vids, clips, all those things they just never did. Right. right. Like they, it's just too hard because they, they don't have independent domains. So they can't, what are you going to do? And there's leakage. So it doesn't work. Right. So mm-hmm. because there's no leakage, we can have an affiliate program. Uh, I don't know if that's too technical if people understand that. For me, but, it's not, but I don't know if I'm yeah. like, cool. I'm geeking out on the business. Right. Yeah. No, I so think, I think it's fine. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's working. And then now, so then I became that guy, that entrepreneurial weirdo 
that like everyone I talked to, I was like, oh, you're in porn? Hey, I have this company called Pervap. Maybe you can have your own site. Like, it, was all <laughs> fucking, it was probably so annoying. You know what I mean? You were like and, like the Mary Kay cosmetic salesman of, yeah. the, of, the, oh, of the adult yeah. group. <laughs> like, and I'm just starting to get booked by like Kink.com a lot and some evil angel things. So I'm finally like, uh, I have a Twitter with like over a couple thousand followers at this point. So I'm like, I'm kind of somebody in porn now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I won a couple of awards in Germany for porn stuff. And I was like, uh, am I a porn star now? I don't know. You know? And then, um, but man, every set I was on, I mean, everybody who I thought might be slightly interested in, I was selling them on Pervout. Um, but if they if they did it, man, I've been over backwards for them. And I would fly to the... I've flown to Cleveland just to hold camera for a Pervout producer. Um, I've like gotten locations for people, showed them how to light, showed them how to edit, showed them how to make animated GIFs. Uh, how do you keep track of your spreadsheet, like your, your descriptions and your spreadsheets? Uh, how do you keep track of which clips got posted where, which revenue came back from each clip? Like I really did a lot of handholding for right. all these people. I am stressed the hell out. And I bet you're stressed the hell out too. I'm spinning so many plates, you know, working such long hours. And then there's the kids and add to that the stress of what's going on in the world right now. And I have just had it. I spent so much time putting others first that I have zero time to stop and take a breath and practice a little self-care. When's that ever going to happen? I don't know. Up until a couple weeks ago, I didn't think it was ever going to happen. But this is why we're partnering with Calm, the number one app to help you reduce your anxiety and stress and help you sleep better. More than 40 million people around the world have downloaded it, and it couldn't have come at a better time for me. I've been using it the last few weeks, and (sighs) do you hear that? It's me taking a deep grounding breath and practicing mindfulness. And I want to help you do that too. Head on over to calm.com slash sunny. You'll get 25% off a Calm premium subscription, which includes guided meditations on all sorts of subjects like anxiety, stress, self-esteem, forgiveness, mindful eating, and focus. Plus, you get a brand new meditation each day. There's also sleep stories designed to help you relax, and they even have soothing music that I have been playing nonstop while I've been working. So join me right now. All American Sex Podcast listeners get 25% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash sunny. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash S-U-N-N-Y. Yeah, I want you to get calm and stop stressing. Hey, did you know American Sex Podcast has a Patreon page? Becoming a Patreon member is a great way to show your support for this podcast. It works kind of like, I don't know, funding for national public radio or how PBS works. If you appreciate our work, and the fact that we provide it to the world free of charge, then you can help support it. And as a member of our Patreon family, you'll be eligible for nifty, cool rewards like bonus episodes, surprises in the mail, and more. Oh, and you'll get all of our episodes early, bonus stories from guests, and access to our private Patreon feed. So you thinking about it? You want to know more? Check out all the details at patreon.com slash American Sex. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash American Sex. So we got up to like 130 producers 
and um, and so 130 sites and perv out, and um, and it was it, it. But the funny thing was, from just having three, like me and Michaels, mm-hmm. and uh, we were making. I, I think uh, the total gross was somewhere around eight thousand a month, right? Wow. With wow. 130 producers, we were making about nine thousand a month, right? <laughs> so what? it was like. What? <laughs> And all, all the, that extra work yeah, for me, like $1,000. doing all this stuff for people. I'm throwing more money into it. Because, of course, everybody who's like, I'll do it, but I want my site background to be pink. Or I'll do it, but uh, I don't like the way the animated gifts play. Can you make them load different? You know, Or I'll do it, but I need a huge banner on the front and I need a graphic designer to make it for me. You know what I mean? Uh, so I'm, And I'm starting to get big stars. Like at, it's, at this point, I had... Basically, all the big names in gay porn. So I had Trent Ducati, Rocco Steele, Jesse Coulter, Sebastian Keys, uh, Christian Wilde. These are all like, today, I don't know if, I mean, they're, they're famous dudes, but like seven years ago, they, those were the guys, right? right. Like, like they were the guys, right? And then on the straight side, I had like David Fox, Mindy Mink, and, and some, some uh, who are the other ones? I don't know, some big names, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, so there's a lot of hype around it. But uh, it wasn't their baby. It was, they weren't obsessed with it. They right. were also getting paid to be in porn. They're selling custom videos, some of, you know, escorting, seeing clients, being a dominatrix, um, being a mom, being a single mom, being a dad. You know what I mean? Like they're just busy. And so when I would go pay the graphic designer, give them the customization they need, fly to Cleveland, do all the stuff, they, it wasn't a priority for them to be like, okay, I'll make sure I update my site now. Right. You know what I mean? So just no one was really updating or putting stuff on there. When they did, they made money, but when they didn't, whatever, you know? Um, but it looked like a lot of hype. So one of the big clip store companies uh, offered to buy us out. And um, at this point, I brought on two partners, which was stupid. And uh, <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, God. If there's one takeaway from the story. In porn, never get a business partner. No, that's don't. in business. Never yeah. get a business yeah. partner. It's in life. Yeah. yeah. Especially in porn. Don't get funding. Don't do it. It just doesn't. No, it's like it doesn't. borrowing a cigarette from a guy in jail. Yeah. Yeah. There is so <laughs> many. No. It's, and in porn, it's like, okay, now you own a part of my business. And also, every time you travel to some random town, you're going to text me and be like, hey, we're the hookers here. You know, like I, like I know, or like, hey, my friend's getting a bachelor party. Can you get some strippers? And I'm like, why the fuck would I know that? Like, ah, you know, you're the porn guy that they're like <laughs> financially tied to. You know what I mean? So it's just like so fucking. They wanted to go to all the AVN things, and they wanted to, you know, meet all the porn stars and and fuck anyone they could. Just it was terrible, you know. So uh, anyway, it just it just. We, we got offered to get bought and I was like, sweet, let's fucking sell this shit. You know? Because <laughs> like, at this point, I'm, I'm doing, I'm making a lot of friends. I'm helping people. Uh, the good news is like Trent Ducati is a really good friend of mine. Um, I ended up working with him and he, I, I can't say I taught him much, but he, I uh, maybe encouraged him to believe that he could be as big a director as he wants to be. Mm-hmm. And uh did stuff like, you know, fly around the country to help him and, and supported him. And now he's a big deal porn director. He was a huge deal, huge deal male gay porn performer. He was like gay performer of the year, like three years in a row and shit. Um, now he's directing some of the biggest scenes. You know what I mean? And yeah. he has, he has a complex in Palm Springs where he shoots and just, I mean, it's, it's amazing what this guy's accomplished. And, uh, I got to be a part of that. You know what I mean? But, 
I was ready to fucking sell this shit. Um, they offered two million bucks at first, and I was like, yeah, I'll take that. So I think <laughs> I owned like seventy percent of the company at this point, so it was still a seven figure payout, but not after taxes, I think. But I was like, yeah, well, let's do it, let's do it. And one of my other partners. Um, talked me out of it and then which was good because then when we sat down at the table the the number went down significantly you know what i mean like that was the offer to get me to talk right and then they're like well on second thought i think we should just merge companies or do 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 you know and um but uh here's where it got fucked up i got the offer for two million one of my business partners uh started putting it out there that the company was worth two million uh-huh. And then started getting more investors based on the $2 million valuation, which is oh, not real. That was overinflated. So, so hey. Overinflated. <laughs> so now not many, but two guys bought in. They bought shares for uh, highly overvalued. And I was, I called him. I was like, do, do not do this. <laughs> like, I, I don't know you very well, but this is, this is such a long shot. You'd be better off gambling in a casino. You know what I mean? Like put your, they put 10 grand in each. I was like, go take 10 grand and play slot machines. Like you will do better. This is crazy. And they're like, no, I really want, they wanted to own part of the porn company and they're rich. You know what I mean? Right. So I was like, ah, okay. So long story short, everything fell apart. Uh, my, <laughs> we, uh, one guy that worked for me, um, wanted to start uh, a PayPal for sex workers. Oh yeah. Company. Yeah. So per that pay. And, um, yeah, I'd, I've heard of it. Yeah, so happened, I, was like, no. I was like, okay, well, that's actually something we all need, and it'll be good for my community, and, and maybe we could do that. I didn't think it would make money because I just the margin was so low and the risk was so high because chargebacks are crazy in sex work. Mm-hmm. Um, but we we had the margin was something like five percent. Like we charged ten percent. Uh, like like you sold your panties or or did a trick or did some escort, whatever, any kind of sex work. It was totally on the up and up. Uh, if you got paid a thousand bucks, we got a hundred bucks, right? right? So, which is pretty stiff, but it was totally on the up and up. The banks all knew it was sex work. It was cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but and really quick for our listeners, uh, what, that's one of the hugest problems in all of adult work, no matter what you're doing. And that includes the stuff that we do here on American sex podcast. It's getting banks to actually pay you through credit cards is oh, yeah. it's, it's like pulling teeth. It's awful. Yeah. It's hell. And I used to think it was discrimination against sex work or some kind of like um, uh, whatever flavor of discrimination. Like, oh, they just hate us because we're sexy or whatever it is. But um, what I learned from running Pervat Pay, it's, it's because, I mean, we're terrible people. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like we're – not all of us. Uh, maybe not you. Maybe not me. But um, over half of the people – we had uh, – 20,000 users of Pervet Pay, so 20,000 sex workers charging mm-hmm. transactions. We were charging six figures a month, like processing. So, in theory, we should have been making um, our margin was 5%. Right? We, we lost 5% and we kept 5%, right? right? Out of the 10. So, we should have been making, you know, uh, a few thousand a month, right? Um, but uh, I don't know the percent, but a good percentage of them were just scamming us. Like, they were, and these are people in porn that I know, you know what, what? I mean? That, like, I'm in scenes with. Um, they would say a client wants me to fly to wherever. So he's going to send the deposit through permit pay and it's 2000 bucks. And I'm like, cool, do it. Let's process it. Right. And then, um, they just wouldn't show up. You know what I mean? Uh... And then, and then the guy's like, what the fuck? That was my deposit. I want the money back. And then, uh, 
Some of them would say, oh, I was sick. I just couldn't make it. I'll pay it back. But of course they don't. You know what I mean? So we just got burned. Um, wow. Stuff like that. Or uh, they'd sell a custom video or something. Uh, they'd have their boyfriend or whoever be the buyer. And then uh, it would be like, you know, high ones, like 5000 bucks, And then uh, the guy would charge it back after they got paid out. Um, so then... Of course, they, their Pervot Pay account was canceled because they just kind of burned us. But right. what am I going to do? I'm not going to go like knock on their door and be like, find them and be like, oh, my money. You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. So I was just getting burned like all the time from that by sex workers. So, <laughs> so, so I kind of like, I wouldn't say I got jaded, but I had a real reality check of right. like, oh, okay. So here's the deal. Like attracts like, I think. So nice sex workers that are ethical hang out with each other. So my friends are generally like that. Like my world is like that. Right. But I don't really hang out with the other tip the iceberg or full iceberg. That's just out there burning people. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't really see them. I don't know what they are. So it doesn't feel like sex workers are shady to me, but after running a business that doesn't, doesn't uh, care about like attracts like it's just everybody signed up who can. Um, I started to see the percentage of people are shady. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and it was like, oh, this sucks. This is why we can't get bank accounts. You know what I mean? Like, because a lot of us are scumbags. And, and, you know, uh, and it's interesting hearing about this because from our echo chamber, all we're, you know, like our friends are a lot of the same people that are your friends. And like, I can't imagine like, Aiden Starr not like following through on anything that she said she was going to do because she no, does. And she she's would, a million and, percent positive in yeah. In, and Aiden I just assume everybody is Aiden Starr. Yeah, if she says she's going to do something, she's going to do it. And if by some chance it doesn't work out, she'll make it right. Totally, one hundred percent Aiden. And I, I, I try to be the same way. And so to Charlotte, and you know, probably so to you guys and and people that we work with. But uh, anyone can be a sex worker who just says, "I want to be a sex worker." Uh, yes. the bar is that low. It's no, I want to do it. I'm going to put up a Twitter and a, uh, ad, or I'm going to open a chatterbait account or I'm going to, you know, whatever, you know what I mean? You and get, it's so broad because you can be a cam girl, sugar baby, dominatrix, porn star, yeah. like and all seller, these, there's yeah. good people in all of these, it, whatever, whether you're an escort in a, a brothel or you're a street prostitute, I've have love for all of them. I mean, you know what I mean? Like all walks of it. There are good people just who just that's what they want to do and that's what they're doing. Um, and uh, but there's a percentage of each of them that uh, it, it's just I know, it's just the way I think the Internet's done a great thing and it's exposed um, some of our uh, CD underbellies in, in all of us. We all have them. And mm-hmm. um, uh, so what we're finding out is kind of like with the Me Too thing, like we're just finding out that uh, people do shady shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, but the cool thing is people get exposed for it. You know what I mean? That's, so, and that's where, you know, I think where, where things are getting a little bit better that across the board, people are getting exposed for their shitty behavior. Um, you know, like uh, Idris Alba, like was very famous for like, you know, how, yeah. how do you like go into a scene and, you know, do like a, a love scene. And he's like, you know what? You just, if you haven't done anything dishonest, you have nothing to worry about. If you're a good person and you're not dishonest, nothing bad is going to come out of it because you're not going to be rapey if your intentions are good. Yeah. No, I'm just, yeah, I feel the same way. Um, and he didn't say rapey, by the way, those were my words. I'm yeah, paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you, but the thing is there's, there's, 
people, whether they get excited or they just get desperate, desperation makes people break their ethics more than anything, I think. Yeah. Um, whether they're desperately horny or desperate for attention, desperate for love, uh, low self-esteem, or desperate for money. They just, how the fuck are we going to pay this bill? Or like, we have to go. Uh, my mom died. I have to fly to Seattle. I have to go. Um, I don't have any money. My bank account's overdrawn. Maybe I could just scan this pervert pay thing. I don't really know them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I get it, man. I get it. I'm I'm not mad. But so anyway, um, everything came to a head when one of those business partners, uh, one day just, he just walked into the bank and took all the money. And, um, so, uh, yeah, yeah. So (laughs) here's what I learned. If you have someone else on your LLC as a manager, as a manager, which when people invest in your business, normally they want to be somewhat of a manager. Right. right. Um, this guy was one, he, he was an old friend too. So I felt very betrayed, but um, he, uh, his name was on the bank account, man. So there's no law that said he couldn't walk into the bank account and steal everybody's payout money. And um, so we had, it was only 11 grand at that day, but that was uh, 11 grand's a lot of money though. Still, it's a lot of money, but it's it's think about twenty thousand people's transactions. Um, oh. Many of them are twenty bucks, forty bucks, whatever. Right? There's a couple twelve hundred dollar ones. There's some four hundred dollar ones. You know what I mean? Um, it was it was uh, a list. It might have been a thousand people's money. You know what I mean? Um, including my money. You know, what I mean? <laughs> and, uh, and that I did anal for. You know what I mean? To like fund the business and. Um, he just walked in the bank, withdrew it all, stopped returning my calls, stopped returning my texts, turned into a ghost. And uh, within an hour, we were getting overdrafts. Within two days, the bank account was negative 3000 um, Within a week, I'm already emailing everybody. Like, uh, and I, I, I'm pretty sure I, I took calling the cops. They're like, we can't help you, man. That's, that's a, uh, he's your business partner. He's, that's like a, if your wife stole your money. Right. Basically the same, same deal. Um, and, you know, so and I'm giving you side eye right now, Sonny, because we're in an LLC together. <laughs> and I'm your wife. And your wife. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to trust each other there. So um, so basically, I'm never going to get that money back. I lawyered up big time. I spent, it, it was 11000 they stole. I've spent 11000 on lawyers. And then 5000 on bookkeepers because I had to get accountants. Uh, it's some kind of, I don't know what you call it, but accountants had to go in and look at paper records because the bank account closed. Like a forensic accountant? Kind of like that. I think that it might have not been that fancy of a procedure. They were going over, it was um, a big, big, thick book, like an encyclopedia that was just bank statements. And they had to go through line by line and figure out who got paid what or who was supposed to get paid what. And um, and then identif- cross-reference that to a spreadsheet to like, okay, which private pay user is that? And then... Okay, that's their that's Candy Girl sixty nine. But what's her name? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, where does she live? Okay, okay, we figured out where she lives. Um, is this her bank account that we're supposed to pay out to? No, that's uh, John Smith's. Shit, is John Smith her sugar daddy or her boyfriend or husband or brother or like? Holy shit! Like, what do we? Because we were just processing shit like taking people's word for it. Like this is where the money goes. But say candy girl 69, uh, broke up with her boyfriend who, and she was using his bank account cause she's a sex worker and her bank account got closed. But then now she's broken up with John and then I want to go pay her back. How do I do that? Right. You know I, I, mean? I can't even imagine because we have multiple bank accounts and sometimes we need to transfer 
you know, something to a bank account, to a PayPal, to get it to do a thing. And like, nobody else is going to know the intricacies of how that works. Yes. And that's with, with us being in love and being in business together. I oh, can't yeah. imagine if you Dude, broke up and did that. It's crazy. And then these are people from all over the country that I don't know, or I do know them. Like I'm, you know, I, Cherry, Cherry, uh, Torn was on one, was one of them. We owed her 500 bucks, I think. Um, cause Alex, uh, my old business partner stole her money and, uh, I got booked in a scene with her. And so I, I like, oh, and, I, and she's like the nicest lady. She's oh. so sweet. Um, and I show up. I didn't know she was on the list because thousands of people, right? So I just know I'm, I'm email blasting everyone saying, I can't, it's in litigation, so I can't say what happened. All I can mm. say is uh, something happened. A third party has taken the money. I'm working on getting it back. I, I will pay everyone back with interest uh, as soon as I can. Uh, it's going to have to come out of my pocket, so bear with me. You know what I mean? We've shut down the business. And, um, so I'm on set with her and she's super sweet, but she, you know, she brought it up like, Hey, what's the deal with Perfect Pay? Like, am I ever going to get that? And I was like, Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like, and I had to like explain it all. So at AVN this year, it was, it took nine months to start paying back everybody. And I'm paying people back in order of highest to lowest. So, uh, Nina Kay was owed 1500. So I paid her that with 15% interest and then Cherry, uh, whatever it was over 15% interest. So um, that's what I'm doing when I'm not shooting or directing or traveling for work or whatever it is. I'm at home uh, going through my budget, trying to figure out who I can send checks to. Do you sleep? Um, not as much <laughs> as I'd like to. Uh, it's, you got to sleep, right? So it, I used to just power through, but I've learned the hard way that uh, it's worth it to sleep. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you got to, if you're getting less than seven hours, uh, I did a lot of acid when I was doing drugs. So like when I, um, if I don't sleep, you know, uh, seven hours, I'm tripping, you know, <laughs> yeah. so I need to be, I need to sleep, but, but no, I don't, I don't, I have hobbies, but I haven't gotten to touch them in a long time. And, um, you know, plus I'm newly married. So if I have, you know, uh, I, I got a wife that's, uh, amazing, but of course she's my wife. She wants me to pay attention to her. You know what I mean? So, so I gotta like do, so it's, yeah, I don't have time for anything, um, hobby wise or anything. Like, I haven't watched a movie, uh, like at home and I don't know when, you know what I mean? It's yeah. been a long time. Um, uh, but my cats hang out with me while I do this. So that's cool. And, um, and the work's fun. I'm not complaining. I'm, you know, I was in a really cool scene yesterday in LA and, uh, it's all fun stuff. But, yeah. um, but yeah, that's the process. Clean up this mess. So that old company is now dissolved that ran Pervot and Pervot Pay. And I learned the hard way that you, know, you can't save the whales. You know what I mean? Like I tried, I really tried to like provide a, a thing for sex workers to be more successful. No, I mean, and, and the idea was solid and it was, you know, kind of like communism. It was, you know, great in theory, just not in practice. Now, speaking of that being like a pitfall, I want you to talk a little bit about uh, the pitfalls of being a man in porn. Now, not just porn, though, because you do gay porn, you do straight porn, and you do fetish porn. So right. can you talk about um, things like consent issues in between scenes and things of that sort? Sure. Well, it's so I'm lucky because I do. I'm a crossover, so I, I'm on all sides of it. So uh, like Charlotte and, and a lot of women I've worked with, um, and for, not, for listeners, his wife is Charlotte uh, Sartre. Uh, yeah, yeah, Goth, at Goth Charlotte on Twitter. That's how people know her. Goth Charlotte, but yeah, Charlotte. Goth Charlotte. And uh, yeah, yeah, totally. But um, yeah, the, a lot of times they'll 
like Charlotte will come home from a scene and I'll be like, how was it? And not often, but a lot of times she's like, it's okay. I had to fluff the guy all day. You know what I mean? Or like, he told me like, uh, in order for me to come, I need to fuck you off camera for a while. And then we we're just going at it forever. What? And it's like, that's common. And I've been on the other end of that too, for like trans and gay scenes where, you know, it, it gender, it's not a gender issue. It's a penis issue. We're trying to keep, we're trying to make a dick hard and make it come. Right. So there's that, okay, maybe they need this. You know what I mean? And if that gets the scene done, this is teamwork. We both got a lift. I want to help this get done. But um, on the other end, I don't want to be the guy that like is a pain in the ass for my, my scene partner. So I never use my partner um, to get myself hard or to get myself to where I need to come. I just don't do that because I I've been I've been on the other side of that so much and it's annoying. You know what I mean? Like yeah. more, it's not. Like, I feel like I'm being raped. It's like, it's just inconvenient. It's like, uh, okay, now I'm off. We're waiting on you and your cum shot. I kind of want to go pee or take a shit or something. Or like, you know, I'm starving and there's snacks over there and I'm done with anal. <laughs> I want to go eat something while you go work on your boner. Or my phone, I haven't looked at it yet and I need to know what the fuck's going on. Or I just want to go outside and smoke a cigarette. But, okay, you need to fuck my ass for 10 minutes. They're not yeah. going to pay any extra for it. Lame. You know what I mean? So I don't, I fluff myself. If my scene partner is uh, like, obviously like wanting to, cause it, they're bored. You know what I mean? And they're right. like, Hey, I want to suck your dick. I really like sucking your dick and you're hot. And I just want your dick in my mouth. Uh, I don't want to be rude. So I'm right. like, well, yeah, I need, could use the help. So, <laughs> okay. okay cool. <laughs> or like yesterday I was working with uh, Ryder Monroe, I think, a uh, beautiful trans lady. And she, it was a condom scene. And she was saying, God, I wish this wasn't a condom scene. Because uh, she's like, I, I like the way your dick is shaped and I want to actually feel it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, me too. That'd be cool. But we're, I'm, I'm more of like a buddy level on set. I don't like flirt because I'm married. You know what I mean? So, so I'm like high-fiving and shit. And like, if we're not kissing for the scene, I pretty much immediately break away and give her space, you know? Right. Like, that's just how I roll. But she's like, God, that would be really cool. And then at one point she's like, uh, like we're doing photo stills. And she's like, you can just put that in me if you want. I want to know what it feels like. And I'm like, sweet. Okay, cool. And you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, there's a gray area there, right? right. Where you're like, and, and I'll be flirty if my scene partner needs that. You know what I mean? Because if they're flirting with me and it's clear that that's what that's the neural pathway they've paved to get their scene done. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like the, I've been doing this 11 years, so I've got many neural pathways. I've got the, I'm just going to be a buddy and do mental gymnastics to get my deck card. I'm going to look at my phone to get it. Um, or I'm going to pick one part of their body that really turns me on and focus on that, just my eyeballs without touching. Like, you know, that's a way to do it, to get hard, uh, or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. But, uh, or there's the, no, no, I need to touch your ass. Put your ass in my face. You know what I mean? That's one of them. You know what I mean? And some people only know that one because uh, they're newer or they just never tried other shit. Or maybe that's the only one that works for them. You know what I mean? So it's just different for everybody. You know what I mean? You know, uh, it's you said something really interesting that I want to touch on just a little bit more, and that's that you're a porn star and you're married and you don't want to flirt with somebody else. Now, a lot of our listeners might be poly, they might be kinky, they might be a monogamous, or they might be like a 
combination thereof. And I think it blows people's minds to think that you can be a porn star and not want to flirt with people or even be monogamous in that the sex is just your job. Um, yeah, it's, it, what do you sure. think about that? Well, it's a good question. So when we, I was Polly, uh, and so was Charlotte when we started dating. And then um, the way it worked out, we immediately super connected. Like we were like, holy shit, we just want to be around each other all the time, you know? And it wasn't any dislike for my other partners. I had like three other partners, maybe four if you count some like, you know, side dick kind of things. <laughs> and, uh, like booty call kind of things. But um, uh, like I was side dick for a couple married women and then uh, hooked up with a couple trans women that were on a regular, you know? Um, and uh, Charlotte pretty quickly moved out of her girlfriend. Or she's living with uh, her girlfriend and her girlfriend's husband. Mm-hmm. And um, she also just wanted her own place. I mean, it was just, it was crowded in there. You know what I mean? Um, but when they moved out, when she moved out of there, she kind of broke up with that partner. So then I'm Polly with three to five partners and she's just her, right? right. So, uh, so we, you know, it's, it's a conversation. You just keep working with it. So I was like, are you going to keep being Polly? Or are you going to, are you looking for the partners? Where are you at? You know? And she's like, I don't know. I just like being around you, you know, but maybe I kind of like this guy. And I'm like, cool. And then she, for a second, had a boyfriend in Prague when she would go to Prague. You know what I mean? Um, but that kind of fizzled. And then over time, it just became lopsided to where I had other partners who I wasn't really even spending time with because I just wanted to be around Charlotte all the time. But I still had love for, you know what I mean? And like uh, lust and I like their jokes, you know what I mean? And <laughs> But like. It wasn't, it was kind of like they're just old friends at that point. Right. So, um, eventually just over the years, it evolved to just one, one by one and just kind of bro- became friends with all my poly partners. And, um, and then I was hosting orgies, uh, twice a year at least. And then some more on my birthday and the, my sobriety day, the day uh, anniversary of when I got sober. Oh, that's I, awesome. I would always host a big orgy and, um, and it was, it was nice and I'm sober. So I just generally get other sober porn people to like show up and we'd all fuck each other. And it was real queer, like, uh, bi and trans kind of situation, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and some, you know, like femme daddy girls with strap ons and that kind of stuff, you know, just, just that kind of scene. Um, and these are cool friends that I've connected with over these orgies over the years, but, uh, Charlotte didn't really want to go to them anymore, which is totally cool. And then, um, well, just uh, she had uh, a death in the family um, a few months ago, and just it really rocked her. So she asked me, um, she was like, "Hey, I don't know why it's just making me insecure when you go to these orgies, uh, and it's probably connected to the death of the family." It just long, I don't want to put her whole business out there, but my partner needed me to change a little bit. You right. know what I mean? So I did, and I'm, I'm like, "Cool, I'll do that." You know, um, and. Uh, so that's currently where we're at is we're monogamous except for when we're working. And um, so she's uh, obviously a porn star and she has the ability to make insane amounts of money on OnlyFans when she feels like it. So she can totally call any dude and be like, hey, come over. Let's fuck each other and put it on OnlyFans and like make a good money. So I don't get in the way of that. Right. Um, uh, and she also uh, escorts at a brothel in Nevada, which is like a legal brothel. And um, she's the number two prostitute in Nye County, by the way, which is mm, I'm very that is with. amazing. Yeah, so I feel pretty good about it. It's only one brothel in Nye County, but 
<laughs> you know, she's number two. You know, it's pretty cool. And uh, so I'm like super proud of her for all that stuff. And I, I, I work through on that. And then I don't really, I make a, like more money than I ever thought I would out of my two membership sites. Um, and then I get booked as a, as a porn star to show up to things, which is really just a way to me to stay connected to performers. Um, it's, it's not really worth the money to go to this, but, but um, it's a but, great form of marketing though. Well, it's good. Yeah. It yeah, puts my name out there. It keeps yeah. me relevant. And then I, I, I know what it feels like to be directed. And uh, so it makes me a better director, you know, and producer and talent booker and every PA, every because I do everything in my sense, you know, and all by myself. So I don't want to lose that. Um, but my two membership sites, manupfilms.com, my gay one, sweet femdom, my uh, my femdom one, they, they do very well enough to where I can pay off this per up pay mess and uh, and have some money left over and, and live well, you know what I mean? So that's what I'm focused on now. And as it turns out, I make more money if I'm not in it. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So, which is cool because, so, like, if I'm holding the camera and directing, I can tell the girl who's fucking a guy with a strap on, like, okay, that was cool for two minutes. Now I need long strokes for a minute. You know what I mean? And I need mm-hmm. you to move your hip like this and show her to move her hip, you know? And I'm like, all right, dude, I need you to, like, go big eyes right now because I'm shooting your eyes in her. And I can cruise through that fast. I shoot four sex scenes in like four hours, and, and that's incredible. Very well, and um, it's uh, very efficient. Um, if I'm in it, I can still get four done, but it's more like six hours, and I don't really know what it looks like until I'm editing it. You know uh, what I mean? Because I'm in okay. it, I'm, I'm trying to visualize where the ca- I see where the camera is in the room. I ask him like, "Hey, are you on a wide or are you up close? What's going on?" You know like in between shoots and uh but i'm getting fucked in the ass i'm getting kicked in the balls i'm getting jerked off i'm fucking someone this girl sitting on my face there's a boy sitting on my face uh i'm tied up you know it's doable but it's it's uh it just doesn't come out quite as good yeah. it's hard and, to concentrate on like a little monitor across yeah. the room when you're doing all that stuff <laughs> yeah it's tricky it's tricky so but um if I'm in it, it's much more pro- – it's it's tricky. If the gross is higher if I'm not in it. If I am in it, I didn't have to pay the other male talent. And the camera guy is cheaper than the male talent. And um, uh, those videos uh, can make me uh, Pornhub model money because um, I'm in the movie. If I'm not in the movie, it's not eligible for Pornhub model programs. Ah. So that is an interesting thing because at first – uh, say I put up a video on the Pornhub model account, it might only make 20 bucks the first month, right? But say a pirate puts it up there and I find it four years later and it's got 20 million views, then I just made $12,000. Oh, I just, I just oh good. So they have to honor that. They, they do. Yeah, I don't know if they have to, but they do because they're cool. So, um, <laughs> I mean, they're cool and, and they stole all their porn and fucked their industry over, but now they're paying us back. So, they're right. cool. so like... Uh, in a couple of weeks, I'm getting a payout for like 12 or 13 grand because I found some pirated shit. And then thank God I'm in those movies. You know what I mean? If I wasn't in that movie, they would take the movie down immediately or they would move it into my Pornhub content partner program, which you don't get paid for views. Uh, you just get a link underneath your, you get a banner underneath your video. They put your banner under it. Someone clicks on it. Someone goes and buys your porn. They get half the money. So it's not that great of a deal. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's good exposure, but 20 million views already hit it. Ex- it yeah, but exposures don't pay your rent. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a double-edged sword, but that's where I'm at right now is mostly directing and, and focusing on that and uh, trying to just make better porn. Uh, so I make money. I make profitable porn, but, it you know, I think it could be better um, as far as, like, sexiness or lighting or, you know, color grading, all the shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure that like the it more experience you have, the the more that you think about that. Uh, Lance, you know, I just wanted to thank you so much for coming on the, the podcast today. Where can we find you on the internet? Like, can you tell us again? Uh, and we'll have all of this information to all of his sites will be in the show notes. Uh, but like, where's your sure. Twitter and all that sort of thing? Sure. So, uh, well, the easiest thing is just go to pervout.com. The, the old pervout, I, I killed the company, but I owned all the domains. So, um, now it's just a WordPress page that links out to me. So okay. it's my Twitter, my Instagram, uh, my two membership sites. Um, there's affiliate links to all the companies that I model for. It's literally a representation of what I do in porn is pervout.com. Um, so, or if you just want to follow them and see my cats and me trying to be sexy on the internet, just go to Lance Hart Fetish, uh, at Lance Hart Fetish. It's H-A-R-T. Awesome. Thank, yeah, you so thank you much. so much. By the yeah. way, there's one last thing I wanted to add. When yeah. we were researching you, there was a guy who did a murder-suicide in England, and for like for two seconds, I thought you killed Charlotte. No, that guy <laughs> fucked up a lot of shit for me. So he, at one point, <laughs> if you Google Lance Hart, you get me, right? Right. And then this motherfucker in England uh, did a murder-suicide, and it was such a big deal because it was with a gun in England, and there's not that many guns in England. You know what I mean? And uh, so it was like big news, you know? Right. And um, and so, fuck, man. So now when you Google Lance Hart, you get him and me. And oh, it's like, that's exactly God, what. You know, just it. for a second, though, I got scared. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. <laughs> yeah. Ended it in the high note with, with a murder-suicide. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. This has been awesome. And, uh, yeah, there's more I want to talk to you about. Maybe we'll have to talk to you again because I want to talk to you all about crossover stuff. But cool. we're, we're out of time. So listeners, American fuckers, that's what you have to look forward to next time. All righty. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks, right, Lance. Bye. Thanks for listening to American Sex. To keep up with Ken and I, we'll first make sure you watch our TV show, Sex with Sunny Megatron, on Showtime. Then visit SunnyMegatron.com. There you can learn more about us, read our blog, peruse our workshop calendar, or hire us. For what? Well, either for private coaching, or to book us to teach at your event or university, or as sex and relationship writers for your publication. Oh, and don't forget, we're on social media, too. I'm the super social one, so you can find me as Sunny Megatron on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, my YouTube channel, and a bunch of other places. But if you want to get me on Snapchat, you got to look for Sunny underscore Megatron, and you can follow Ken on Twitter at at tag PsyChicken. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-K-E-N. Also, please support us by shopping with the affiliates and sponsors from our breaks. And if you contribute to our Patreon, we're going to love you forever. Well, we're going to love you forever anyway, but just go with it. Lastly, if you like this broadcast, tell people about it. Tweet it, Facebook status it, and rate it on iTunes and other platforms. Thanks, friends. We'll see you next week on American Sex.